Yeah, first of all, I want to go back and, and thank our fans. Uh, what a great environment we had. And uh, we're going to go into a great environment, Fargo. Um, it's always been an intense uh, place to play. We're looking forward to that, looking forward to being part of history in one versus two. And uh, um, we're not looking at back-to-back -back rivalry games. We're looking at an opportunity to go up and try to be a better football team than we were last week. So um, open for questions. First question we'll take from uh, Zach Borg with Dakota News Now. Coach, the stakes in this game kind of get bigger year after year. Atmosphere, everything on the line in this one. Do you kind of hope your guys uh, can kind of button it down, or do you want them to kind of live in the moment? I think you have to do both. You know, I think you have to enjoy the moment, but you can't let the, the environment and the, the, the importance of the game get you out of your zone. And so, again, our mental performance coach does a phenomenal job of walking those guys through that and, and, and giving them a picture of what's going to happen, and, uh, and we'll be prepared. And, and uh, I mean, I, we should, and we get to play football. I get to coach football. I should embrace that in any situation. The last time you were kind of in a, anything that'll be close to the crowd noise of this was probably the Iowa game. You had some false starts in that one. I know you were kind of upset about that. How much farther along do you feel like your offensive line has come as a whole from that? And is there anything you do during practice or during the game differently uh, this time around? Well, we're going to practice with noise three out of the four days we practice. Uh, I told them on Monday, yesterday, that Iowa game was great for us in the sense that uh, we've been in that situation. Uh, we've been in a, in, a, in a situation where the crowd is involved in the game and trying to impact the game. And I would say uh, NDSU fans are as intense. I don't know about as loud, but I know they're as intense and, and probably come to the game more than the Iowa fans uh, wanting to impact the game. And so we'll be ready for that. We'll take next question from Alvaro Torres with Endzoners. Hi, Coach. Thank you for your time. You bet. Well, uh, on Saturday, you were able to end South Dakota State's streak with an excellent performance. Does this game against North Dakota State come just at the right time for you? Uh, yeah, I think it's 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 at the right time. I think we're playing some good football. Uh, we're both highly ranked. It's, this is going to have an impact if if we keep playing good football after this on on how the the playoffs sort out. Uh, this game always is is very impactful in that situation. Um, you know, it's a rivalry game. Sometimes you want your rival at the end of the season. I think this is this is a great opportunity uh, to play uh, up in Fargo. Well, so Dakota State hasn't been able uh, to win consecutive games at Fargo since the 40s, and NDSU appears to be favored. Is that something that you try not to think about? <clears throat> and do you feel more comfortable as the underdogs? I, I don't I don't think about that. you know all those stats you guys look up uh, you know always amazes me because I don't look for that stuff at all I look at uh, yards per carry who sacks the quarterback uh, you know does the quarterback run or not those types of things and then you make it entertaining with those other other facts I'm not uh, I'm not using I, I don't need to say anything to hype this game for our players 
uh, our players uh, know what this game is about and what's at stake uh, for this game. And uh, our mental performance coach has pointed out some of those stats also, but we're not going to dwell on them. Well, my last question is more for the game. Uh, Isaiah Davis stood out again, and your run game was impressive, was impressive against South Dakota. Do you feel like the key to this game might be winning the battle at the line of scrimmage? I think uh, the key is who is able to run the ball the best. I do, and that is the line of scrimmage. It's our D line against their their O line, and they're 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 uh, stable of running backs, and then um, our O line against their D line, and and we we play a couple guys. So uh, I think that'll be a, a determining factor. I think that also impacts the game in terms of emotions and crowd and so on if if we're able to do what we want to do but it's not easy it's not easy against these guys thank you coach you bet move on to uh jeff kolpak with the uh, fargo forum for the next question hey stig um i guess last time we talked you were talking about your offense a lot and that was in the preseason in august but why is your defense better than maybe you figured it'd be uh, that's a really good question. Um, I think, uh, number one, they're playing Jeff with a lot of confidence, you know, and they don't take the field and, and doubt themselves. They don't doubt anybody on the, out of the 11 guys on the field. We play, uh, eight, nine, 10 defensive linemen. So they're always fresh. So that's where it starts uh, in any, any play. Uh, and then we have really good players in, in the, the back end. So, Maybe they took offense to me talking about the offense and they got a chip on their shoulders internally, but uh, I'm going to go back and, and review. I, I said we had the best skill we've ever had. Now, I still believe that, um, but it all depends on the lines. Describe Adam Adam Box season so far. Um, Adam Box pretty predictable. He's uh, very serious. He's very uh, dedicated to his his uh, teammates and taking care of his body. Uh, he has phenomenal um, uh, explosive uh, ability on the football field so he can close in on players very fast. And he's, I think he's on track to having one of the best careers as a linebacker, not necessarily this year, but in his career, anybody at South Dakota State. So he's a really good football player. And then finally, I guess it's the um... – the philosophical argument that defense wins championships. Is that something you've learned over the years in this league, you know, going back 10, 15 years? It, it sure can't hurt, you know, and uh, you mentioned our defense and they played very well. Um, they, they made it tough on quarterbacks. They made it tough on running the ball. Uh, but you still get, you still have to have an offense, but I, there's no doubt if you play great defense, you got a chance to win any game. And if that means winning a championship, I would agree with that statement. Okay, you. you bet, Jeff. Uh, next question will come from uh, Eric Peterson, also with the Fargo Forum. Hey, Coach. I uh, just kind of described the year Mark Gronowski's had to this point and just how has he, I, I guess, gotten better every, every game coming off his injury. Yeah, uh, Mark, uh, I think he's had a, a, a good year. I, I don't think he's playing necessarily to the level that he did when he was a true freshman. There's a lot of factors with that. Um, uh, he's very serious about his academics. I've said this in every interview. 
you know, he's got, uh, he's a mechanical engineer and, and it's important to him. And so he has no minutes off during the week and we keep throwing a bunch of stuff at him uh, like he's a pro football player and, and he, he accepts it and, and does the best he can. I think he's got a couple, two, three, five throws that uh, he was off on. Uh, but, uh, but I think he's playing very well. He's running with confidence. And, and most importantly, he's a great leader. Uh, you know, he, it doesn't matter what happens on the, uh, the, the previous play. Guys look to him to, to set the tone in the, in the huddle. Uh, I mean, I know it was during the spring season and the crowd probably wasn't, isn't going to be what it is on this weekend, but how important was it that he played in this game and he was, you know, he won in this game in the past? Well, I think it always creates confidence when you've been there and done that and done it well. And, and he had an impactful game uh, in, in, in the spring. Um, we don't, we don't dwell on it much because it was a different environment, a, a different setting, a whole different, uh, feel really in terms of spring <laughs> playing your season in the spring. Uh, but he's been there and, and he'll be ready. And I'm sure he'll have a few people calling his name out and he'll accept that too. And I, I believe that'll motivate him, honestly. Thank you. You bet. Next question will be from uh, Chris Shad with the Brookings Register. Hey, Stig. Uh, when we talked on Saturday, you said your college roommate said you guys look like an old school Ohio State out there. And now you're going to enter a game with two teams that rank uh, third in the conference in rushing. That's North Dakota State. And then third against the run. That's you guys. You know, as a coach with a defensive background, do you like these kind of smash mouth matchups as far as preparing for them? I do. I, I, you know, I've used the term, uh, you know, jokingly communist football. There will be no communist football this Saturday. It's going to be the way football is meant to be played. And uh, I'm not saying that North Dakota State or South Dakota State's not going to have some spread sets and some wrinkles and some trick plays. But, but the philosophy of both our programs is to line up and, uh, and try to run the football. And that's not a secret. And so uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And, and <clears throat> it, uh, it's uh, what I grew up uh, learning and, and coaching. What kind of challenges do you see against a rushing offense like NDSU has? Uh, well, first of all, they, their, their backs, uh, 44 is a phenomenal football player because not only can he run the ball and, and run it very well, uh, uh, he catches balls out of the backfield, so you're attacking him like he's going to block you as a fullback, and all of a sudden he's catching a wheel route uh, on the sidelines. And so they, they, they use him very well. Uh, their other running backs are, I would say, different than him, and so whether it's on the corner or, or, or coming out of the, the offensive line, they have a different personality than he does. Their quarterback, Cam, can run the football uh, when, when needed or when called to. Uh, and he can throw the ball. I mean, they're they're very efficient in throwing the ball. They don't throw for a lot of yards, but that's why they run for so many yards. And so th this is a good football team. They're ranked number one for a reason, and uh, and they'll be number one until somebody s tells them they're not. And then your offensive line had three new starters at the beginning of the season. They've really been gelling in the last couple of games, creating some big holes in the running game. You know, how do you think they've progressed from now, from the beginning of the season? You know, uh, like the University of South Dakota game, uh, John O'Brien, our, our transfer uh, starting right tackle, had his best game. And so he's progressed. He specifically has progressed 
and gotten better every every every, every game. Uh, you know, the guys on the left side, they're seasoned, and, and the, their their ability to improve and uh, and move forward are, are lots smaller increments. Uh, I think Gus and Evan, the the center and the guard. Uh, continue to work hard and have great games and, and then maybe have a, you know struggle a little bit but both guys it's very important to them and uh, the game of football is never going to be perfect you just want a guy to be able to play in the present and come back and be part of the the, the five guys that that try to execute the next play thanks coach you bet move on to grant sweeter from kello tv for the next question Hey, Coach, um, you know, I go back to one of the first things you said. You were talking about the crowd that, you know, was there in Brookings last week. Um, would you just kind of talk about the crowd you've had all season? You know, I mean, it seems like, you know, over 15,000 every game in Brookings. It seems like you guys have had quite the uh, rise in support this year. Yeah, and, and we're appreciative of it. I'll echo that. Um, I was asked in the radio show last night, why is that? Uh, ideally, Ideally, it's because of the quality of football we play and the quality of opponents we play at home. Uh, we've had some neat promotions that helps. Uh, our, the people that promote the games are doing a super job. We have the highest number of season tickets ever. I mean, that, those are people that are going to show up every game. Our student section has been unbelievable, unbelievable. And so all those things intersect to go from averaging over 12 last year to now over averaging over 16. Now we haven't shot a pheasant yet in South Dakota, right? And so maybe that'll impact a few people. But again, I, I say wear your, go shoot your pheasants in the morning and wear your orange to the game and, and be part of the celebration, especially on Hobo Day coming up. You know, back to the Dakota marker game, um, you know, we've talked about, you know, you guys versus their offense, but what do you kind of see on the other side of the ball when you talk about NDSU's defense? I've always been very uh, impressed and uh, that number one, they, they, they play with uh, as much speed and desire to get to the ball and make a play as any team I've ever watched in my tenure at South Dakota State. And it's not just this year, but it is this year. That's because it's what we're talking about, but it's, that's their personality. They're very sound. Their defensive coaches have always been, uh, you know, foundationally you can't get them outnumbered you can't trick them you can't you can't uh, line up in a formation and they've got too many guys on one side and not enough on the other side they're very well coached um, they, they, they they have good disguises uh, when they choose to use them and then bottom line is they have really good football players because we recruit a lot of those same guys and so we know who they are and so that recipe leads to a good defense you talked about the Dakota marker and just how, you know, big of a rivalry it is. Um, but just kind of going to, I'm curious to hear just, you know, the depth behind it, you know, with how long it's been and, you know, playing for a trophy that you guys get to play for. I mean, it's, it's one of the, you know, if not the most unique rivalry in the FCS. I think it's the greatest rivalry in FCS for a lot of reasons. Uh, yes, the trophy, yes, the, the location uh, where we're at. The type of schools we both are, our identities, but in terms of its evolution, uh, we met North Dakota State. We took a contingency of people up to the border. We went to a farm. We looked at a real border marker that was still in the ground, 
and and we symbolically said, hey, we're in this together because uh, we went together. We went Division One together, and no matter how much we dislike each other, if that's the case, or how strong the rivalry was at that point, we needed each other, and it's evolved into, I mean, how many times has it been uh, two teams in the top ten? Uh, it's been un unbelievable, and, and, and our program is uh, – has benefited from it, and I think theirs has also. So it's a fun, fun rivalry. Thanks, Coach. You bet, Grant. Move on to uh, Andrew Holton from Brookings Register. John, kind of going off Grant's question there, when you look back to when both these teams went to Division One, did you ever think um, there'd be a game where it'd be uh, one versus two? I can't say that I did. Um, I know, you know, when we had game day here in, I think it was 2019, I think they were maybe one and we were top five. Uh, but you guys, you'll, you'll dig up those stats. That's not, again, that's not my job. Uh, I know this. Uh, it is an unbelievable rivalry. I think in, in, with all the intensity, even down to the, the 110th guy on the teams, we appreciate it. We, we love it. And we look forward to it. And uh, I mean, if we were FBS, we're, when would we be playing on Saturday? Right? Prime time. And uh, that's what it is for FCS. We're prime time. Can't wait. Thanks, John. You bet. Take a question from uh, Dom Ezzo, WDAY TV. Think you're muted, Dom. <laughs> Sorry, Stig. I we I wanted to ask about. I know you visited with with Jeff and I last year on our pregame show when the when your indoor facility opened. How big a deal that was. You thought that was bigger than than Dyke House opening up. NDSU is set to have its open uh, on Saturday. Just how transformational was that for your football program for the indoor facility to get built? You know, I think it, there's so many things again that that it says. Surely it allows us to have great practices, right? Uh, where we're at in the Midwest, how long we play our seasons uh, into December and ideally January. So it, it, it's a must if you want to have a championship program. But it also says to not only your players and your recruits, but also your supporters, we're committed to football, right? We're committed to, to uh, uh, doing what we can for this program, and in, in your case, North Dakota State's program, uh, to, to give them what they need to win a national championship. Or, or make it easier to win a national championship. Um, and so it's been huge. And, and uh, I can't tell you how many times I've walked into that place and, and just felt blessed beyond measure because of what we have uh, here at South Dakota State. And I, and I appreciate all those donors that helped uh, put that thing up. I know you've been asked this a couple times here just the last little bit of you were visited about 20 years ago about getting this started and how contrived it may have been but now that it's one versus two, I know you won't think about that on game day, but just how long this has been manifested to now, here it is. It's like you called it, I agree with you, the best rivalry in the FCS that 20 years later, it's taken on this form where now it's one versus two. How much appreciation you have for that, that you've been a part of, of all of this? I have a ton of appreciation for it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in, in my case, I've got my dream job and, uh, and I've got, I'm surrounded by, uh, some of the best coaches and, and what I believe some of the student athletes uh, in America. Um, 
you know, and, and case in point, it took this long. Uh, my dad taught me on the farm, good things take long time and they take hard work. And there's been a lot of time and a lot of hard work to get to where we're at. And, and, and we appreciate it. And we're going to enjoy Saturday. Lastly, I know every football coach says you need a quick start in an environment you're expecting on Saturday. Is that almost mandatory, a, a quick start on Saturday? What's what's mandatory is to be able to play in the present and not let the 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 environment impact you or the last play impact you. I mean, we we were all, we were we were three and out against the USD the first two series, and we ended up playing um, the best complete football game we've ever played in in terms of statistically. And you, I've got a different stat, so it's a it's a math problem. So I'm not going to go over it, but. We are 98.3% in terms of championship effort, and that is virtually impossible. I've never been there in my 26 years of coaching, and we are there against USD. So I just need to, we just need to stay the course, is what I would say. Thanks, Dick. You bet. Thanks, Dom. Take some final questions, Zach. Did you have a follow-up? Uh, yeah, Coach. I know that Fargo Dome has been uh, since Division One. You've basically been the only program that's been able to go in there consistently and compete and win on on times as well. What was there? A, and that obviously had not been the case prior in the D two era. What, what was there a moment where it kind of a light? I don't want to say a light switch flipped on, but what's kind of been a difference for your program being more competitive in that building than than most other ones across the country? Um. I, not to take anything away from your question, or but I think it's it's bigger than just going up there. I think in 2000, no, I'm certain in 2004 when our administration said we're going to go Division One, we had a bunch of Division Two guys stand up one by one on the football field and literally say symbolically, "I'm in, I'm I'm all in," and those guys went through reclassification. And they, they changed the face of SDSU football. And uh, that's the thing I'm most proud of, really, in terms of this, this whole deal is those guys that committed. Nobody transferred. They couldn't go to the playoffs. And so what is that, how does that relate to your question? They were the guys that set the tone to be a different football program and to be able to walk into the Fargo Dome and, and, and believe you can win the football game up there and, and know that it's going to be intense but embrace the moment. So... Uh, that was what 18 years ago. I would say that was the start of where we're at now. And lastly, you kind of alluded to this. If this were an FBS game, it would be prime time. I, I know the the Big Sky Conference has a couple of contracts where they get nationally televised games on ESPN. Would you kind of like to see the Valley work some kind of a TV deal where it can get a little more? No, no, I'm not casting aspersions on any current TV deals, but would you like to see them? get some kind of national package similar to that? I think, you know, surely the answer to the question, the question is yes. Is that my, my uh, area of expertise and should I be bringing that up? No. No, I, I, I think what Patty and the Missouri Valley Football Conference office does is, is perfect for us. But anytime, I, 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 hopefully, North Dakota State and South Dakota State don't need to be in national TV to be nationally recognized based on what we've what we've accomplished the last number of years. So, um, I mean, I you know when we played in the spring in the national championship game uh, in national TV, and we were only football program playing at the time, or two programs playing at the time. Surely that was great exposure, 
for South Dakota State and South Dakota State Athletics and our football program.